A Higher Things Reflection for Wednesday of the first week of Lent, February the 21st, 2024. The sower sows the word. Mark chapter 4, verse 14. In the name of Jesus, amen. Have you ever felt like it was your job to convert someone, whether it be a family member, a friend, or even a random stranger? It is easy to fall into. We feel responsible for saving others as ones who have been redeemed by faith in Christ. We cannot help but not be concerned for the eternal fate of others. So we set out to convert. We strive to sway, convince, and even persuade people to believe in the gospel of Jesus Christ. We argue, debate, and provide evidence in the face of skepticism and unbelief. We then find ourselves bearing the burden of failure when the word is rejected. Maybe you have found yourself with this burden and guilt. You might have a friend you have invited to church over and over. They finally agreed to come, and when they came, they didn't have a miraculous conversion, but instead they said, thanks, but no thanks. Or maybe it's a cousin. They don't know Jesus, and no matter how many times you share your faith with them, they sort of brush it off or change the subject. No matter the case, no matter the rejection, the parable of the sower is of great comfort for all who sow the word. Jesus makes something abundantly clear in this parable. It is never the fault of the word. As Jesus explains, the word is not the problem. Instead, the issue lies with the soil, or there are external forces at play. There is indeed nothing new under the sun. Satan continues to prowl, sin continues to ravage souls, and the word of God continues to be rejected. But there is another truth here. It isn't your job to convert anyone. That lies with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit works through the proclamation of the word of God, and in doing so brings people to faith. It isn't you. It isn't how well you can convince, debate, argue, and persuade. Instead, it is the Lord's doing. It is the Spirit's work. Thanks be to God. But it is up to the church to sow the seed. It is the church's job to proclaim the word. Anytime the word is proclaimed, seed is cast out into the soil. As pastors proclaim the words of forgiveness, seed is sown. In the public reading of the scriptures, the word is sown. In the faithful preaching of God's word, seed is sown. In the sacraments, seed is sown. When you share Jesus with a friend, seed is sown. When you bring someone to church, seed is sown. When you show the love of Christ to others, seed is sown. And the rest, that's up to the Holy Spirit. In the name of Jesus, amen. On what has now been sown thy blessing, Lord, bestow. The power is thine alone to make it sprout and grow. Do thou in grace the harvest raise, and thou alone shalt have the praise. LSB 921, verse 1. I thank you, my heavenly Father, through Jesus Christ, your dear Son, that you have kept me this night from all harm and danger, and I pray that you would keep me this day also from sin and every evil, that all my doings in life may please you. For into your hands I commend myself, my body and soul, and all things. Let your holy angel be with me, that the evil foe may have no power over me. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, 
who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lutheran Reader's Bible helps you develop a habit of devotion and Bible reading so you can slowly but intentionally understand and grow in God's Word. Through introductions to the 66 books of the Bible, guided reading plans, and more, this Bible builds your confidence to study Scripture on your own. The Lutheran Reader's Bible, now available from Concordia Publishing House.